I'm just so glad it's skateboarding. It's been the one thing that came to me at the right time. It could have been anything I imagined, but skateboarding was what it was. That's why I love skateboarding to death. That's right when I found skateboarding. Like my friend showed me it and I was like latched onto it because it was the only thing at that time that was really fun and like my escape and I fell in love with it, you know? Welcome back to the podcast. Feels good to be back. Coffee gang in the building once a week. Only when I podcast, like black coffee all day. I've been waiting all day for this coffee. Oh, and it just burnt the shit out of my lips, bro. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's start it off. Um, first off, each and every episode is brought to you by All I Need. What is All I Need? Well, you can check it all out at allineedskate.com. That's where we put up all the vlogs from the YouTube channel, all the skate edits, full-length videos. Uh, each session, we'll try to film a vlog and put it up there. Uh, people from all over all over New England. We go to skate parks all over the country. Um, Ten years deep, we've been doing this YouTube channel. All that's up there. The podcast episodes are up there. Um, the new merch is up there. Decks, you can check it all out. On the homepage, hit shop. And that'll take you to our online skate shop. Um, we got four new tees up there. The uh, Skull Puss tees up there. Got limited sizes in this stuff. We got some use sizes actually in, in the long sleeve, small and medium. Um, let's see what's going on out there. What's that noise, bro? Uh, we also got some Shark Tees, some East Coast Classic Tee. Shark Tee, we got some use sizes and we got medium and larges. Um, maybe only a couple each. Let's see. The script tees out there. We got a couple U sizes and then medium and double XL. Damn, I still got a double XL. So we got tees up on the site. We also got one more of these all I need dad caps. Um, I think we got one colorway left. Maybe one hat is left. Yeah. The neon green, green and black. I might bring that back. The first color I did was black and orange, and that sold out pretty good, so I might bring it back in that, and then a different color, maybe a maroon, or I'm not really sure yet, but yeah, check out allineedskate.com. Um, we're selling direct to shops right now. You can try hitting us up on Instagram, at allineedskate, if you slide in the DMs and tell me what board and what size, like what graphic and what size. If uh, we have it in stock, I will try to put it up on the online store for you. But mostly we're just selling direct to skate shop. So if you know a local skate shop that carries all I need and you want to help out the podcast, help uh, help out the brand, um, cop one of our boards from your local, that would be the win-win because the shop gets it and then it helps us, keeps the sales moving, which is pretty rad. Um, yeah, and last thing about all I need is check out our socks. Best socks on the planet. Three, Two different colorways. The black and white are sold out. We got black and yellow and we have blue and white. Um, my favorite socks. They come in uh, singles, packs of three and pack of six. I'd recommend getting a six pack because they're going to last you forever and six is going to hold you. You'll be, you'll be chilling for six and you always have um, you always have a pair of all-in-e socks to rock every day. That's what I do. I mix and match them sometimes. I got the black and yellow ones on with the blue and white ones. Oh, and um, I forgot to mention the giveaway. We're giving away a skateboard on the YouTube channel. So if you go to youtube.com, forward slash all I need skate 
Go to Skateboard Giveaway 2021, number one, the first giveaway of the year. Um, all you got to do is make sure you're subscribed to the channel, give the video a thumbs up, leave a comment stating all I need is fill in the blank, whatever that is for you. Uh, and then a random winner will be picked on, well, two weeks from when I drop the video. So let's, I'll give you the exact date. But yeah, check out the YouTube channel and there's a board giveaway. We're going to do more of those. So, you know, if you don't win this one, there's going to be another one right after. I'm going to try to keep that going throughout the year. Try to keep the board giveaways go coming out because, excuse me, they're helping grow the YouTube channel, the audience, which is pretty epic. Let's see. Where's the giveaway? The 28th, I believe that's when we'll announce the winner. But yeah, head to the channel now, follow those rules, leave a comment on the video, giveaway video, and uh, you could win. Best of luck. Smudgies. Um, this episode is also brought to you by Sparrow Bearings and Aaron's brand. Um, these guys sent me some, some bearings, uh, which I thought was pretty sick. If you're watching this on YouTube... Um, I will do a giveaway. You can get these bearings. Um, leave a comment. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Thumbs up this video. Make sure to share it. You know, share the video so people will grow the channel. And leave a comment. Um, maybe to something regarding bearings. Leave a comment about your bearings. Whether uh, like the worst bearings you ever had, or like uh, what you do to clean them, or how do you maintain them. Just leave a comment in the comment section of this video with an interesting fact about skateboard bearings or something that happened to you or just any story about bearings. And um, we'll give these bearings away on the uh, when this episode drops or maybe like two weeks after. I'll pick a winner, whatever. I'll pick a winner from this video and uh, I'll announce a winner in, in a video and I'll ship you those bearings right there. Uh, I'm riding them right now. The set he gave me before still holding up super solid, so... Don't really need these ones at the moment, so uh, they're going to go to one of you guys watching this. And if you're on iTunes um, or Spotify, again, just follow us on YouTube and uh, you can get in on the giveaway. So He also sent me some stickers, some BB risers, which I thought was pretty sick. Thanks for the risers. These ones are pretty thin, but I wonder if I put those in see how they feel. might put those on my filmer board. Um, also some Sparrow uh, bearings accessory, some cool stuff. You got... Some bearing shields. I'll throw this in with the bearings. Um, a couple extra nuts for your axle. Some spacers, washers. Kind of cool. The hardware I'm keeping because uh, Midnight Hardware, Aaron's brand. I need some hardware. So Allen Key Hardware. Thanks for the package, man. I appreciate it. And to all you guys that send me stuff in the mail, thanks, man. It's very, very cool. Appreciate uh, the support, you know. So, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Sparrow Bearings. Check them out, dude. I'm riding them right now, and no complaints. They've lasted me to the point where he sent me more, and I don't even need them because the last set is perfect. So, um, yeah, and I'll put a link in the description to all these sponsors. So all I need will be in there. Sparrow Barons will be in there. Um, this video, um, this episode is also brought to you by World Industries, the infamous World Industries. Um, please tell me you know who Flameboy and Wet Willie are, the best ever characters. Um yeah, they're killing it, man. Check out their website, worldindustries.com. There's videos up there. There's tons of product up there. You can check out all the t-shirts, some of the throwback graphics, the new graphic. Graphics are all up there. 
Um, yeah, man, world's killing it. So uh, check them out. They got some of the decks online, man. I put them up there. They got um, the World is Yours decks, Wet Willie Regrets, where he's Wet Willie's eating Flame Boy's fire sauce and shitting on a fucking toilet. It's all over the place. Um, Ty Pod's deck is out there. Kevin's Pro Models up there. Big Willie style. Check that one out too. Um, what Willie Flossen on that deck is up there too. That's a classic. I wonder if that one's sold out. I'm surprised it's not. No, you can still get it. And I don't know how many quantities, but they got 8.0 and 8.25. Wet Willie or Big Willie style skateboard on WorldIndustries.com. Check that out. Swoop on it before they're gone. My G's. Um, yeah. Thanks for uh, all the support from the sponsors and from you guys for copying the stuff. Um, it helps keep the show rolling. Uh, we got some more. We got some more questions from last week that I wasn't able to get into. I just didn't have time, so I saved them on my phone because they were really good questions from you guys from uh, at All I Need Skate on Instagram and on Facebook. And uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want you guys to think I forgot about your questions. I just kept them on my phone because I didn't have time to get to them. But we'll definitely get to them today. I also looked up some topics online of things I wanted to cover. Couple people passed away, so I just kind of wanted to um, acknowledge that and read some of the stuff uh, that people wrote about them, and just kind of take a moment to respect the fallen soldiers. You know, it's crazy. Like 2020 was a crazy year, and 2021 is just starting off like hammers, man. Just hammering people. You're just not ready for it, you know. But uh, we're still here. We're moving. You know, keep it going. Um, yeah. Okay. I guess we'll get right into it, man. First, I just want to start with a rest in peace, rest in power to Joe Hamicky. Um, awesome human, great photographer, just uh, all around one of a kind human being. I've met Joe a few times and hung out with him. And you just know when you meet someone and you feel like you're instantly friends, like he's just a cool dude that just gets it. And you're, you just know a skateboarder when you see one, man. So I kind of had those vibes all the time. And people always spoke really good about Joe. And uh yeah man rest in power man uh i went to thrashermagazine.com to get an article there's an awesome photo of joe just hanging out with the thrasher g um just killing it man here i figured i'd read a little something <clears throat> i know this stuff fucking hits skateboarding hard man a lot of pros and i was telling my girl about this uh we just went out to eat for lunch and uh i was telling her i was like yeah man like Joe was a photographer for a long time and shooting and just uh, in the van and going on all the trips and just like a soldier for skateboarding. And it's crazy when you're working with a filmer and a photographer as a young skateboarder. And it's like these dudes um, usually skated in the past or still skate, but don't get as gnarly. And like they still help out by filming or shooting photos. And like they're in the van and they're just as much a part of the vibe as the dude trying the trick. You know what I mean? It's like takes everyone. It's like all these people travel together, blood, sweat, and tears. They're helping make money for each other. Like Joe's shooting sick ass photo. You're putting in the work to get that trick so he can get the photo. And that keeps the sponsors supporting you. And that photo gets him paid. And like just in the, just in the van, just in the trenches, like for years and years and years. And you meet all these classic humans that are like, just down to ride and put in the work and they're passionate about what they do and it hits everybody really hard when these people pass you know like you forget like shit happens fast man um through he though he traveled the world many times over 
Joe Hamicky remained a Midwesterner through and through, warm and without pretense. He was everybody's fr- friendly neighbor. Everyone's hometown skate buddy, an 80s kid from Omaha, Nebraska, Joe fell in love with skateboarding in, in a time when you really had to want it. Before it was cool and was before there was free concrete skate parks in every town. And he ripped. Street, vert, Joe never discriminated, even unleashing the dreaded yo-yo to ho-ho plant (laughs) just to make people laugh. Joe's path eventually led him to the mag, where he became one of our top photographers and most reliable road dogs. Exactly what I was saying, dude. Um, With P-Stone, Felper, and the crew, he was ready to skate all day, drive all night, and sleep in the dirt. And that's what the fuck I'm talking about. And those words are fucking so true. These dudes, like... Despite the social pressure of like having a normal job or be considered a dirtbag or you feel like you're wasting your time just having the time of your life, you know, as you get older, you're like, there's a lot of pressure and weirdness that comes with that. But there's dudes out there that just see through that bullshit and they decide, no, this is what I'm doing. This is valuable. It makes me uh, alive and helps make a living and like, no shame in the game, dude. And like, there we know we need those photographers, filmers, skaters, like people that are just diehard, dedicated men, and never let the shit go, you know. And Joe was definitely one of those dudes. <sighs> coffee, thank God, thank God for coffee, my friends. Oh, sorry, that's weird. I do that all the time, but I'm not sorry. I'm sorry, I'm not sorry, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, back to Joe. All while documenting some of the gnarliest skating. And the thing about it too is like, dude, the stuff like I didn't do shit in my skateboard career compared to like some people. But like the photographers and filmers always help talk me through shit, keep me on the edge, keep me focused. Like when I'm trying shit that's so scary to me or like I'm pushing myself or I could get really broke off. When you're like at the very last try and you're like, fuck, man, some of those dudes like just come through with just energy, and they're in there with you, not giving up, and it's like, you really get to know each other, you know? All while documenting some of the gnarly skating and most epic spots around time. Ham knuckle to some, ham bone to others, his jovial nature and goofy grin made him the guy, the kind of guy who had to have a nickname. Even after getting left behind at a hotel in China, Joe never got salty, never held a grudge. After years in Portland, Joe... Met his wife Jessica in Arizona, and they they finally made the move to California just in time to welcome his son Ansel, A N S E L. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Um, followed by his daughter, I don't know if I can pronounce that right now. T A L I E N S I N. Talisin sounds awesome. I, I wish I pronounced it correctly. A loving and devoted father. A photo of Joe shooting a skate photo while wearing Ansel in a snuggy wet viral went viral. No big surprise to his friends who knew Joe as a guy who looked on the brighter side and made things work. A call from Joe meant you were get better get comfortable. He always had stories, always wanted to talk shop, always wanted to know how he could help or make things better. He was sweet man and a true skater. We will miss him terribly. Our love goes out to his family and many, many friends. And that was Michael Burnett. Shout out to Burnett, man. <laughs> what up, homie? Hope all's good, my friend. Thanks for putting those words together, man. And uh, yeah, with Thrasher also dropped the Joe Hammocky skate video. 
which I will hopefully remember to put up in the corner here so you can check it out. Um, it's about three minutes long. Starts out with a fucking pressure flip. Yes, and some curb skating transferring over. Yes, nice power slide. Ooh, little V flip. Some wall rides. Yeah, get it, my friend. Solid heel flip over the gap. Dude, yes, Joe. Oh, natural bump over the barrel. This is classic footage. Dude, I want to go to these spots. Quarter pipe in the middle of like a parking lot. Looks like a demo. Killing it. Oh, dude, the ho-ho. Is that the ho-ho where you put your hand on the ground? Hand plant? I think that is. Sick setup, just like in a suburban fucking parking lot. Spine and shit. Yeah, Joe. Ripping, dude. Hopefully there'll be some sick spots in heaven, bro. You're up there doing your ho-hos and fucking shooting some sick-ass photos. Just ripping, my friend. Big old Ollie, dude. Oh, the Benihana. Classic. A little half flip, revert out. Nice. Yeah, man. So, RIP. Rest in power, my friend. You'll be missed. All right, moving on. We're going to do another one. Um, yeah, man, another another legend uh, passed away as well. Jeremy Ray's brother, Jonas Ray. Jonas destroyed, dude. So good on a skateboard. So good. I want to say he was pro for Element at one point. I hope I'm not wrong about that. Let me see. Jonas Ray Element. Maybe not pro, maybe an am. Dude, Jonas Ray was so good. What always blew my mind was that the, they're brothers and they're both so goddamn good at skateboarding. It was like hard for me to believe, you know? I was like, how are they both this good, man? Um, But yeah, man. There's a bunch of articles. I'll, I'll try to find um an article to read. If I didn't, here we go. I'll read it off of Jeremy Ray's Instagram. Um, Instagram.com forward slash Jeremy underscore Ray. Jeremy writes, ever had something happen in your life that hit you so hard you felt like you were fighting back tears with every breath? Well, that's where I'm at. My brother Jonas has been by my side since he was born. We have been through so much together, too much to even write about. He was loved by so many and he returned that love 100%. Anyone that knew him would tell you the same. Truly a one-of-a-kind human being. For anyone worried or confused about his passing, just know I found him peacefully resting at our house. He was sitting up on the couch looking like he was comfortable taking a nap. No foul play, no wild story. He went peacefully in his sleep. He was happy in his life and loved you all very much. He will be missed terribly by everyone that knew him. Excuse me. Let me find it. He will be missed terribly by everyone that knew him. I'll be reaching out with more info as the days progress and we figure, it out, figure out our next steps. For those that know me, don't hesitate to reach out. I've been on the phone all morning talking with friends and letting everyone know what happened. Try my best to reach everyone before they read it anywhere else. But that's just not possible these days. I'm putting this up to share the unfortunate and unbelievable truth that Jonas uh, is no longer with us. At least as he was. Much love to you all. Now go hug your brother if you have one. Do it for me. Yeah, man. That's got to be hard, man. That's got to be really hard. Um, 
I'm going to have to call my brother and give him a hug today for sure because uh, my brother skates too, and he rips too, man. Uh, and I haven't seen him in so long, man. But yeah, Jeremy, sorry sorry to hear about that, man. Shit is hard, you know? And a brother, it's just like insane, it's surreal, you know? But yeah, huge influence, man. All those 4 one videos and just killing it and knowing that brothers were out there and could rip like that and got along and stuff was just a huge influence and uh, inspiration to me, man. I know it seems mundane, but it's like shit like that when you see brothers that love each other and they skate together and stuff. Long until they're older, it's just inspiring. It's rad that family can keep it together and just do it like that, man. So, two legends, RIP, 2021. Um, let's keep this going. Let's live for these guys. Let's do it bigger than we've ever done it. Like, just try to live your life so, you know, and honor these people, you know. Um, okay. I'll take a question from online just to break it up a little bit, and then I'll come back. Let's see. I'll find a lighthearted question. Okay, here we go. Young Anders Potter. Shout out to the All I Need Flow Anders Potter ripper. Kid's been on a tear right now. He's not scared of contests. He's not scared of any skate park. He can film full edits like every time we session. Got to get him out of the streets as he gets a little older. He's like still got the pads on and stuff. So he's not quite out in the streets all the time yet, but he will be. But he's doing great, man, and killing it. And he writes, my dad says something about you being an unlockable character in Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Is it true? All right, so I know very little about this. I've heard multiple people tell me that. But I don't think that's the case. I think what it is is if you beat the Tony Hawk Pro Skater with the Birdhouse team, I was riding for Birdhouse at that time. And if you beat it with someone that rides for Birdhouse, I believe it unlocks like a hidden video. And I have clips in the video skating i wish i was a character but i don't believe that to be true i could be wrong because i haven't really checked the video out or the video game out that much either so i don't know but i can't imagine because no one told me about it so i just think i'm in one of the promo videos that you win if you beat it with birdhouse i'm pretty positive that's it but you know me as a video game character dude dude this is me <laughs> just kidding um Okay, next one. This is from Vulture Crew. Shout out to the Vulture Crew. Holding it down. Good session with you, Mike, the other day. He writes, AIN underwear. All I need underwear, question mark. Um, that would be epic. Something we could look into. It is a necessity. All I need is underwear. Can't be freeballing out there. I mean, I guess you can, but not for long, you know? All the people I know freeballed when they were younger... They don't do it no more. Now when you get old, man, those balls start to sag to the ground. You need that underwear just to hold those things up, you know? So underwear is a necessity for sure, uh, unless you're like a flower child and you're living out there just ready to go at any moment, you know? Um, not a bad idea. I'm going to look into it. It would be a good idea, some underwear to go with the socks for sure. All right. Here we go. Oh, this one kind of leads me there. Someone asked about, let me see, thoughts on the new toy machine vaccine video. I watched the video about a week ago, and I thought it was fucking sick, dude. I, I love toy machine. I love Ed Templeton skating. I love his artwork. Um, 
they always put together a sick team of just misfits and different types of people and i've always loved toy machine like if you're a core skater and skate rat like it's hard not to because it's sick art and it sticks to the mission of skateboarding you know and they put out i think this is their eighth video maybe i saw that somewhere might be their eighth video but yeah the video was sick good music good art direction um cool animations in between the skating was fucking unreal like everyone had sick parts good styles that was something that i really enjoyed about the video was like so many different styles it was like a montage of like one clip by like one girl another girl and then like a dude and then a girl and i was like dude all these people have good style they got like one clip but still and then like all the video parts solid style fucking good ripping good skating um deshaun jordan that's another topic for today turn pro and uh he had a fucking i believe he had the ending part that was heavy as hell the backside over crooker nose grind down that round double kink trail was insane um yeah dude i got nothing to say someone wrote some shit hating on it i saw it online somewhere but i don't even remember the bullshit you know because i actually really enjoyed it so i can't even remember what they were saying it was something stupid just oh it was just I don't even really know if it was hate because it was kind of true, but it was like, yeah, this is the same video they always make. Toy Machine always makes the same video. And I was like, yeah, thank thank God they stick to like what they like and what the, what fits them because like they were just jumping all over the place. It wouldn't make sense, you know? Toy Machine always has a similar formula with the video and it's they do it good, man. They get a bunch of fucking rip skate, rippers killing it on boards, pushing themselves, putting out sick-ass parts. And then Ed Templeton's art direction and just keep it fun. And they do a great job of brainwashing the youth, right? I mean, fucking A. Or unbrainwashing the youth. I don't really know what they're doing, but they fucking kill it, dude. Um, which leads me to Deshaun Jordan. I found an article here from Thrasher again. Shout out to Thrasher, always killing it. Deshaun Jordan, the Olympian, joins the toy machine. I'll just read this little blurb. Deshaun can hang with the top dogs in the contest scene, but his heart is always in the streets. He cut his teeth in the Arizona heat where his skills were honed the old-fashioned way through blood, sweat, and even more sweat. After the pandemic canceled his Tokyo 2020 plans, the skate rat didn't miss a beat and hammered out some of this heavy street skating to date and vaccine. That's the name of the Toy Machine video, Toy Machine Vaccine, which is so fitting. Mike Sinclair catches up. Uh, with his star rider about Olympian regimes uh, or regimens, uh, the new spot on toy and future plans. So the link I'm going to put in the description is a interview with Mike Sinclair, the legend, uh, and Deshaun. So I'll put that in the description. You can check that out. Hear it right from uh, how Deshaun, how he feels about all this stuff. But um, yeah, good for him, man. I thought he was riding for... Mark Johnson's company, which I don't remember the name of that company. Maybe if I type in Mark Johnson, I'll be able to find it. I um, Business and Company? That might be the name of it. Pretty sure that's it. Let's see. I thought he, That's who I thought he was riding for. I might be confusing someone here, but... In shops online, let me see. Do they have like a... Oh, yeah, here we go. We love you so much, Deshaun. Yeah, business and company. 
Thank you for sharing your energy and your humor, for your humility, uh, and always radiating so much love and light. Run with it. Take it to the stars, my friend. Yeah, they're just saying goodbye to him. So he must have quit to ride for toy machine. Um, good for you, man. Keep going. Both those brands are sick, so killing it. If you make it to the Olympics, that's going to be sick for you. Fun for me to watch. That'll be awesome. Um, yeah. Let's go. More questions. That was Pretty Cads, too. That question came from Pretty Cads, so thanks, man, for asking about Toy Machine. Um, shout out to Anders again for that question. Vulture Crew for the All I Need Underwear question. That's a great idea. I'm going to look into underwear. Why the fuck not, right? We doing it. 2021. We doing it, my friends. Uh, Adventures in skateboarding at 40. Shout out, my friends. Uh, so many topics to pick from. You can always talk legends to keep on topic more specifically East Coast legends. Everyone knows the West Coast guys from Z-Boys to the Bones Brigade, but who are the East Coast legends? When and where was the first East Coast hotspot? Who was the crew and or company that first made East Coast a name? Okay, so there's Boston skaters, um, Steve Nardone. Uh, there's tons of dudes, Charlie Wilkins, um, Vanique was from here, Vanique Hakobian, um, the Coliseum dudes all put out that sick video, Jerry Fowler. So Boston's always had a really strong skate crew, man. I'm missing people. There's tons of people in there. I should kind of look it up just so I can, like, it'll spark my memory. Um, but for me, like, I remember just growing up in Boston, seeing those dudes and knowing that we had a skate scene with these older dudes that were just killing it, um, was sick, man. Boston skateboard scene in the nineties, I guess. I should just know this, but like I've been drinking coffee and my brain's all over the fucking place. I need like some sparking, need something to spark my memory here. Theaters in Boston do so many good people. Let's see. Oh, dude, my computer's all over the fucking map right now. Get back into the line, bro. Um, yeah, Donnie Barley was from this area. It's not just Boston, but like so many rippers, dude. Zare was just shoring coming up. Like he's kind of my generation. I'm trying to think before me. Um. Crazy Horse from Skaters Island. Shout out to Ed Hall, too. The whole island crew was sick. That was really formative for me. Uh, yeah, man. And then New York, obviously, like Harold Hunter, the New York crew putting out the New York video mixtape. That was like fucking hit everyone so hard on the East Coast. Uh, the 9.5 nine dudes out here. Sid Abruzzi, legendary uh, ripper, just keeping the fire alive on the East Coast. Um, the package, definitely check out Sid and Water Brothers, and I believe they're in Newport, Rhode Island. Uh, yeah, man, there's just uh, a six-gate scene from uh, Massachusetts, and their hard work led to another generation of people that just fell in love with skating and have carried it on, and hopefully we're doing the, that We're doing that more right now, you know, like pushing it forward, pushing it forward, more new people, keeping the generations going, building each other up, helping each other out, so... Um, on the East Coast, yeah, that makes sense, man. New York always had a sick scene. There were rippers out in Jersey. Think back to like Tim O'Connor, East Coast legend ripper. Uh, Brian Anderson, another East Coast dude. Groton, 
uh, Drahobles from Maine, Rob Welsh. These are dudes that I saw in videos that I found out were from the East Coast and killing it. Um, yeah, man. So. Who were the crews and the companies that... Oh, so companies. There was some small companies out here. Let's see. I know Vehicle Skateboards was out here for a while. Um, Rob Gamjemi, shout out to Rob Gamjemi, started up Project Asteroid. He's doing that now. I think he's making boards out of Boston. A lot of the shops too were like huge influences to me on the skate shop on the East Coast was like Solstice Skateboarding, Skate Shop in New Bedford, Orchard up in Boston. There used to be Coliseum. Eastern Border dudes out there always held it down, had sick ass teams. Shout out to Ralph Murphy, Chris Trembley. These dudes are legendary dudes that I got to skate with and I'm really thankful to know. Um, Dale Raymond got me into skating. Shout out, my friends. But yeah, on the East Coast, a lot of it was built around the skate shops. Because if you're able to stay alive, Theory Skate Shop, Civil, shout out to Guido out there. Um, the scene stays alive with those core shops, especially on the East Coast, in the parks. You know, like Skater Island was a sick-ass park. The Edge is open and staying alive. Charlie King uh, at the Hive, New London Indoor Skate Park slash shop. Red Alert Boys out in New Hampshire. Choo, choo. Yeehaw, yeehaw. <laughs> uh, keeping it alive. That was Ralph, my homie Ralph out there. Ralph Murphy started Red Alert and just a legend, dude. Keeping the sparks going, keeping it, carrying it through winter, the darkest fucking times, carrying skateboard forward just because it's your coping mechanism thing you love and keeps you sane and you just want to share it with people. And then nowadays it's awesome to see like all their hard work has just like blossomed into so many people skateboarding, kids, adults, like the skateboard scene where I live right now, I wouldn't trade it for anything else in the world. I love New England skateboarding. I love outside Boston here. Um, we can get all over the place. We can drive to so many different states, so many different cities. They're all within driving distance. There's scenes in all of them. People are just doing cool shit and skating, man. It's unbelievable to see it happen in my lifetime, especially coming from when I first started. There wasn't much, you know, and now it's just everywhere. It's unbelievable. Fucking blows my mind, man. Hell yeah. Thanks for that question, Anthony. Adventures in skateboarding at 40. Dude rips. Check them out on YouTube. Uh, Constantly putting out cool videos. They're like little vlogs with like sessions he has and he sits back, has a drink and just kind of talks about skating or the session um just a solid human being man putting out solid content like i really enjoy it so if you're on youtube give him a follow check him out my g's thank you for the question we got another one we got another one i just kind of broached i kind of touched on this one but i'll go into a little more clint andren a-n-d-r-e-n shout out clint just copped an all i need board too thanks for the support my homie you the shit, man. He DM'd me, and I had the size and graphic he was looking for. I was stoked. Got it out the door for him. Uh, what you th- what do you think the future holds for core shops? How can skaters push more people to stop shopping at mall shops? Tips on growing a brand. Whew. All right. This is a good one. <clears throat> um, tips. If you're a skateboarder, and you work at a skate shop or you own a skate shop, the tip is to skate with the people, support the people that actually skate, and do cool stuff. Do cool stuff with your brand or with your shop, and just give them a reason to shop there. You know? Like, 
you're not going to get everybody, but there's going to be kids or people out there that go, damn, those people love skating and they give back to skating and they do the events, they hold the events, they, they support skaters and sponsor them, they do the trips, they film the edits, they live it and breathe it and they're, they, they are associated with that shop or they own that shop or they work for that shop or they skate for that shop and it's going to be inspiring and people are going to be like, yeah, I want to support that, like support the skaters that live it and do it, not just click a link online to buy something from someone that just you don't know where the fuck it's coming from just to save maybe $3 or $10. I'd rather give my money directly to the people that live it, love it, and will keep it going and not just for profit, like because they need it. It's their thing that that gets them inspired, that gets the fire going. Um, there's so if you're If you're alive and you start a skate brand, or a skate shop, you got to do it because you love it. It's not a get rich quick scheme. It's a preservation, save your save your life type thing where you're like, I'm trying to build something that I know is not going to be easy and I'm going to have to work at it and get better and involve a lot of people and it's got to be your world. You got to want to do it because you love it and because you can you're dreaming about it. It keeps you up like it's not a get rich quick scheme, you know? So Support those people, man. Those those skaters doing the brand for the right reasons, doing the shop for the right reasons. People that put their whole heart into it and and uh, give back and push forward skateboarding, not just the image of it, but the actual act of skating. And um, and they help the next generation get in and stay positive and like they foster a community of skateboarding that is just um, all about it, you know. So I don't know. Talk about it. Share it. Uh, hopefully this podcast helps with that. Like, um, I think that's it, man. Just sweat with people and let them know the cool stuff you're doing or the cool stuff other people are doing and their skaters that are doing it. And those are the people that support, you know, cause that money, if you might save 10 bucks and get the board or whatever, or the shirt or whatever, and save a little bit of mo- money buying it from whatever or you might not even but you might just go to the easiest fucking link out there like some big corporation like and just get it but um honestly if you spend that extra 10 bucks or you support that core company they're gonna take that money and turn it into artwork turn it into uh paying a filmer turn it into paying a month's rent you know like saving months rent for a skate shop or for a skate park where you can actually go and live it and do it you know like I'd rather the money go back to the people that are going to create the culture and keep it going and uh, keep the love going and the hype, not just someone coming in trying to sell you something fancy, you know? So, yeah, just share. Hey, share the people. If you love a certain brand or you love a fucking skate shop, like, talk about it. Share it. Share the videos. Share the link to their skate shop. Like, whatever. Tell people about it. i always been a mouthpiece for Solstice Skate Shop. They helped me get into skating. They taught me all about it. And they've done a lot for me. So I always shout out Solstice Skate Shop. Go there, New Bedford, Mass. It's a blast. You can go talk shit with JV and just have a good time hanging out, like having church at the skate park, at the skate shop, basically. Just talk about the thing you love and uh, enjoy it. And then they got all the products there. They support core skate brands and um, they could use the support, you know? That's it, man. Talk about it, share it, hype it up. If you support it, do that. It makes a huge difference. I'm telling you. When people do that for all I need, People share our videos, people buy the stuff, rep it, and uh, it's unbelievable, man. It helps so much, too. It helps grow everything, helps me be able to afford everything and keep it going, 
it's been able to turn Billy Drown and Corey Goonan and Evan Mancillo and Kevin Clem all pro and be able to afford the artwork to get it on the board and the trips to make the videos. And, uh, and it's all because, you know, we love skateboarding and you guys do and you help share and fucking means a lot. So that's it, man. Spread the word, you know, whichever brands you support, whatever shops you love, talk it up, especially to the next, you know, um, tips on growing a brand precisely that surround yourself with good people first first tip for a brand is if you're building it you got to be all about it like if you if you start a brand you got to be all about it it has to be your you can't shy away from a challenge you got to want to do it and you can't rely on other people to make it happen you got to have the vision you got to have the dream and that thing's got to gnaw at you so you keep working on it because like no one's going to believe in it unless you believe in it so you got to really, really believe in it and you got to prove it through your actions. And that's not always the easiest thing. And it takes time, you know, it takes time to create and build something just like your skating personality or your, your actual physical skating. Like it takes a long time to forge that style and to put the work and the foundation tricks and start to piece it all together to where you're doing kickflip back tails and you're doing that back lip to fakie on that tranny. And like it takes a lot of sweat and time and figuring it out and not giving up. And it's the same with a brand. Like it's alive. You got to put all your energy into it, and you got to not give up. You're gonna make mistakes, definitely. Like with anything. Thank God skateboarding taught me that. Is like, there's no like you can't. Things aren't perfect. You got to get into it, and you got to just get your hands in the clay and just start moving shit around till you figure it out. You know. And when you make mistakes, try not to make them again, and try to. And eventually things get easier and easier and you start to figure it out and you get a little more confidence and things start to grow and then more people believe in it and you believe in yourself. And and uh, then you got to try to find talented people that believe in the mission statement of whatever brand you're trying to grow. or And you got to get those talented people that are passionate and give a shit about it involved with skills. And they got to bring some skills to the table and you got to meet each other and just go for it and start figuring out how to work together and communicate together and and then, of course, the money side of things, which there's all, never enough money because the money's always going out and slow to come back in sometimes. So you just got to keep hustling and keep going. And, you know, we've been at All I Need for over 10 years, you know, and it's like we've grown leaps and bounds, which is amazing. But uh, it's taken a long time, you know, like there was times where nobody knew about All I Need. And uh, I just carried the torch because the thing kept me up at night and I kept kept being like, I know we can do this. I can see a way. I can like always find a silver lining and there's always something to move towards or there's always something we could get better at and figure out, you know? And then there's always someone who gets involved that's like got the fire and passion and I'm like, yeah, this dude, this person kills it and I gotta like, we gotta figure out how to keep them involved and get them to like, let's just keep this all growing and going, you know? So like, but most important thing is just don't give up. Don't worry if you make mistakes. It's bound to happen. Just try not to make the same mistakes. Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't be too easy on yourself either. Like, try to work at it. Like, don't just accept everything is, like, great right off the bat and that you can't make a mistake. Like, you're going to make mistakes, and it's fine. Don't kill yourself about them. Keep going. You'll get better at things the more you focus on them. The more you put your attention attention. More you put your intentions and your attention on something, the better it's going to get if you care about it. Just like you're skating, you know? If you really want to kickflip, put those hours in, figure out what you got to do. You might hit some walls, 
climb over, dig under those fucking walls, whatever you got to do, and uh, you'll find a way. And same with the brand, man. Um, that's why with all I need, I've been able to keep it going because it's a need in my life. And I put that pressure on myself. Like, is it all I need? Like, is skateboarding all I need? And it is, you know, like I just can't stop with it. So it's like, I needed that to keep me locked in, you know, like I needed that reminder that it's like, yeah, this is the thing that saved your life, brings a lot of joy to yourself and others and continually makes me a better person. So that helps keep that fire lit. And when I make mistakes, that helps me understand that I got to figure it out and get better and not make them and just stay committed, you know? So you just need something. You need a purpose like that. You need something to like not, not, you just can't get distracted and pulled in every direction. You got to really keep your eyes on the ball with a brand or with your skating or whatever, you know, or your own self-development. But um, yeah, that's as far as like advice if you're starting a brand is like Rome wasn't built overnight and good things take time and you gotta and every brand is its own thing it's set up different it's your own thing so you gotta take your time figure out what works for you once you do that and you figure out how to run things smooth and you get a little breathing room then you can get other people involved and then you can figure out what works for you guys and figure out what direction and keep it morphing and changing. And then when even when you hit your goals, there's always like you hit your goals and that's not the end. That means we got to keep getting good at that, perfect that, and then pivot and adjust towards something else. Like it's alive. You're out in space and time. You got to keep the thing moving, you know. And the way you do that is through people. Um, so start with yourself. Have that unwavering work ethic and drive and vision. Don't give up. And then get epic people involved to help create more and more cool stuff, whatever it is. And get better at everything. Sales, marketing, all the fucking customer service stuff, everything. It's a full-time job, man. And that's the thing, too, is like when you start a brand, people think of all the good stuff, you know? Like, oh, the having making all the clothes and all the artwork and having people buy it and rep it and like all the flights and travel and the videos and like all that's good too but there's so much work behind the scenes to make that happen so like you got to really give a shit that shit that the good times have got to motivate you to deal with the bad times because and just like in life man if you just work all the time you're going to be miserable but if you just party all the time you're going to be miserable so you got to have a good balance of like a lot of fucking work hardness doing some shit you don't want to do a little bit of sacrifice um and then when the good times come you got to celebrate enjoy those highs and those highs got to carry you through the lows you know so and the better people you have around you the good natured people that work hard independent people that bring something to the table you guys can go as far the far as you fucking want you know uh and it takes time to grow and you take time to grow so remember that and um yeah that's my advice hope that was helpful i spewed it out Clint, thanks for supporting All I Need by copping the deck. I think he actually copied, he actually purchased two decks, which is pretty epic. Uh, I hope I throw, I hope I threw an All I Need mag number two in there. Um, as far as he says, the second part was to get people to stop shopping at mall brands or mall shops. Um, yeah, I mean, there's some core, not core shops, but there's some like shops in the mall that like if there's no other shops around, you know. But I already kind of covered that one. Support the people that live it and breathe it. Because they'll do what they need to do with the money to share it and pass it and keep it growing. 
Those are the people that need the money more than some corporation just count numbers, you know? All right. Where do I go from here? I have two directions. Do we go slap, which is an unpopular opinion thread, which is pretty funny, or this question? I'll go back to this question after. We'll do slap because why not? Let me check the time. Oh, shit. We're almost about... If I see that correctly, we're about 48 minutes in, so got about another 10, 15 minutes. All right, slap message board. This is 2021 topic, unpopular opinions. Here's one. Pushing full speed after you land your trick looks horrible. Please stop. <laughs> and that's Danny Provolone. Um, I kind of agree with that. Just because I've seen some people, it's like started being a thing where people like land the trick and then they push off and fucking disappear and they're just showing their hype. I'm not really mad at it, but I get it. If a lot of people are doing it, it starts trending. It's kind of like cringy after a while. Anything that gets like that, you know, (laughs) and this is an unpopular opinion thread. So there you go. Um, Dime is contrived. Uh, like a half funny joke that an 11-year-old would shout before looking around if anybody's laughing along. Alzheimer's is the kid selling MP3s of that same joke on blank CDs bought with Christmas money. <laughs> I don't get any of that. I kind of get it. Uh, I don't know if I agree with it, but that's what it is. Entitlement is to skateboarders what cocaine is to glam rock. Never enough. Skateboarders are entitled. Uh, what cocaine is the glam rock? Never enough. Okay. That's an unpopular opinion, maybe. Uh, if I want to see someone's footage, it's their call. I'll be there to watch it when they choose to put something out. Same for board shapes or shoe silos. Silos. I don't know what any of that is. Super 8 fillers are not what will make an edit special or memorable, but a few have truly mastered its secret. Oh, so Super 8 fillers and skate videos? People overusing them. Unpopular opinion. Um, unpopular opinion. Dustin Dolan's commitment to his alcoholic, piss-drunk image ended up being pretty admirable because he pulled it off while he's still keeping an active career, having a lot of really good parts, memorable style, trick selection, etc. He's like a machine that just keeps going. He just remembered to show up on the time for flights and road trips and everything. <laughs> Dude, Dustin Dolan did just ride it out, man. I hope he's doing good. I haven't seen him in a while, but hopefully uh, he's doing it good. Because that dude lived. He lived and he got it done, you know? He partied, lived, and he put out the sick parts, man. I can't argue with that. All right, let's see. Unpopular opinion thread. Johnny Layton's barracks part is better than a lot of parts in Propeller. That's unpopular. Is that a real opinion, though? A skate park part over a street part and should have had a part and he should have had a part and Dolan Rowley should not have had any parts. Oh, Johnny didn't, did he not have a part in the propeller? I don't remember. I watched the video, but it's been a while. Um, Carriums, that shoe brand uh, themselves look cool. The marketing is a bit weird, but I like the way the shoes look. Yes, even with the logo. Unpopular opinion. Ventura is the new LA. That's an unpopular opinion. Let's see. Any more? Shotgunning a beer or smoking weed is terrible B-roll. That's an unpopular opinion. 
Bush writes, Eli Reed in Jamaica is the raddest thing skateboarding has seen in a long time. Unpopular opinion. Slap message board. Eli's out in Jamaica getting into, uh, I guess, like reggaeton, reggae dancing. Just fully still doing it. Ripping. Working out those hips, you know. He's like fully embraced it. I don't know if he's living out there. Him and Jeremy Rogers both like went off to do something completely, not completely different, but just like, yeah, kind of different. Like Jeremy went off to like be making rap music and putting out these crazy videos and kind of like TMZ, like pop music, like mm, druggy music kind of feel to it. And then Eli's straight reggae dancing out there, which is like, I don't know. I'm not mad because you can do whatever the fuck you want, you know? But you can also see the humor in it, too. Definitely. Right? Fuck, man. Um, Unpopular opinion. We will see a female skater of the year before 2030. Wow, dude. That would be sick. I think that could happen. Why the fuck not? Now, the question is, are you going to judge it on a sliding scale? Like, are we judging it for girls or girls? And it's a skater of the year. It's not a gender thing. It's got to, everyone's got to be included. So it's got to be the skater of the year, regardless of gender, right? Because skater can be male, female, um, anything or both combine them nowadays. You could have, you could switch if you want, but you got to be the best skater, which is subjective too, you know? And to be honest, Thrasher fucking definitely depends on who's sponsoring the fucking articles to get skate of the year. I mean, there's a lot of dudes that deserve it that never got it. So I don't know how you'd even pull that off. That'd be some fuckery for sure. But I could see that dude. Girls destroying. My favorite skater right now is Chloe. Chloe Antonoli. Little girl ripper. Skate with her all the time. And um, she's only going to get better. Her style sick. Like sometimes like, especially in the beginning, less nowadays, but in the beginning when there weren't, wasn't that many girl skaters, they, there was like the girls that did skate have some of the girls that did skate kind of had a strange style. Like it wasn't like, but nowadays it's like going away, which is awesome. Cause I think there's enough girls skating now that you're seeing a whole selection of them, you know? Um, but Chloe doesn't, she doesn't, I can't, couldn't tell you. Like if I didn't see her, if she had like mask on and helmet on, you couldn't tell if it's a boy or girl just by her push. I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. She's fucking rips. I don't even care. Can't see the gender. The push is sick, you know? Um, and I love seeing that. So, and girls are only getting better and better, man. It's insane. They're like, kind of, kind of like, um, they've built their niche, you know, and like, it's very cool, man. And now it's starting to just blend together. Boys, girls ripping, keep it up. That's what I liked about the toy machine video vaccine was like, there were some girls in there with some sick ass style and sick tricks. And like, you could tell they're like, they worked for that shit, you know? And it wasn't just like a flat ground trick. It was like, they were trying to get a clip, not just like learn the trick on, on because they're on video. Like they've been learning that fucking thing and they're pushing themselves. It's sick to see. Um, unpopular opinion, Jimmy Buffett rules. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, dude. Hopefully this is about girl, female skater before 2030. Uh, I would love. I would have called that a popular opinion on here. Could see Sublome taking it. Alexis Sublome could definitely take that for sure. Uh, unpopular opinion: Instagram is good for the progression of skating, but bad for its longevity. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. 
Um, and I think that's it. I'll put this article in there so you can read the rest of them. Uh, you can still choose whether to put your time into learning nice back tail slides or kibble body variables, though. That's an unpopular opinion. Um, okay, that's in there. That is in there, my friend. Thanks, Slap, for just having a bunch of people online that have a sense of humor, slightly mean. It's pretty funny. We need Slap message boards. All right, we'll go back to the questions and kind of finish them up. All right. This question comes from the good homie Scott Listenfelt. Hope you're doing all right, my G. I know you had some health complications recently. Um, I hope you got my uh, letter I wrote with the stickers I sent too. Um, yeah, man, sometimes we hit some health complications in life and you just got to ride it out and try to heal and get better, man. So, um, yeah, I'm wishing the best for you and your family and I'll be praying, man. I pray for, I pray a lot these days. Um, Scott Listenfelt, he writes, wooden skate parks or concrete skate parks? Oh, this is a hard one. So con I want to say concrete off the bat, but honestly, like, I love indoor wooden parks too, even outdoor wooden parks. They're less intimidating, like the tranny and stuff. Like I can learn a lot more without like having to worry about falling on concrete, trying to do a trick on tranny. So there's pros and cons, you know? Oh, that's a tough decision. I have to pick either or. Wooden skate parks or concrete skate parks? Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know if I can pick one. It's funny because if I built an indoor park, which I would love to, and I, I really want to have a warehouse one day and build like a private skate park, I'd want to pour concrete and have it like all flow nice and have a little bit of everything. It'd be so fucking sick. But I grew up skating a lot of wooden skate parks, and I fucking love them. They're familiar to me. They're less intimidating on the transition concrete side. Um, yeah, man, they both are awesome. So if I was going to build a park, a private one, I would go concrete. But if I'm going to skate one right now, it's probably going to be like the edge. So it's going to be wooden ramps. <clears throat> concrete ramps, it's got to be built right. Like some, of, I went to the active park and it was indoor concrete and they built it right, man. I really loved all the shit. It flowed nice. Um, it wasn't too big. Concrete, when it gets too big, it's hairy. Evan loves that shit, man. Salillo, he loves those big-ass quarter pipes. Like, dude... He's like an action movie star out there fucking doing alley-oop grinds on like 12-foot quarter pipes and shit. It's insane. I get it. I can When I see him do it, I get high from it. I get excited, but I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Concrete under six feet. That's my part. That's what I'm picking. Again, shout out to Scott Listenfelt. Heal up, my G. <clears throat> More sessions to come. You know what I'm saying? Chee -chee -chee -chee. Let's see. Oh, shit. Skateboarding at 40, my homie Ant has another question. <clears throat> he hit one on Instagram too. He said, what historical person would you want to introduce skating to? I would pick Leonardo Deca uh, da, Vinci da Vinci. Leonardo Da Vinci. Jesus Christ. I can't read today, and I apologize to everybody out there for my butchering of, this, of reading everything today. <clears throat> it's fucking bad, dude. So since I said that, let's try to read some more. Polymath. Leonardo da Vinci was an Italian polymath of the high renaissance who was 
active as a painter, droughtsman, theorist, engineer, um, sculptor, architect. While his fame initially rested on his achievements as a painter, he also became known for his notebooks in which he made drawings and notes on a variety of subjects, including an anatomy, astronomy, um, botany, cartol- cart- cartof- I can't pronounce God, I'm too dumb to pronounce that painting. Um, uh, Leonardo's genius ap- epitomized the Renaissance humanist ideal, and his collective works compose a con- contribution to later generations of artists rivaled only by that of his younger contemporary and fellow founder of the high Renaissance, Michelangelo. That's who you'd want to introduce? He'd probably rip, dude. Imagine what he would come up with if you introduced him to skater skating. That'd be fucking insane. If I could introduce someone famous, it has to be someone, oh, a histor- historical person into skating. Donald Trump. I would get Donald Trump into skating. That That's it. I'd introduce Donald. He would be in, into skating, and he would be the greatest ripper ever. The greatest ripper ever. He'd be backside bonusing over the wall. Do you know what I'm saying? That's who I'd get. Histor- oh, he's not even historical. He's kind of like present time. So I got to go back. Let me go back in time and think. Someone historical. I'm tempted to say Jesus Christ, but that's almost too like obvious. You know? Get him out there doing Christ's air and shit. <laughs> so dumb. Christ airs. Oh, God. Jesus would be sick, though. Who else? Historical people. Um, God, I'm I can't even think of anyone on the spot, dude. Fucking historical people. Um, let's see. I can only think of presidents at the moment. Maybe get a Bill Clinton, and he's pretty historical. He's kind of of this moment too. But Bill Clinton would have ripped too, man. He'd be at the skate park playing. Like he probably wouldn't be. Maybe he would, but he'd be fucking at the skate park with his saxophone, dude, just fucking ripping it and then skating in between, going back to his sax. He'd probably be picking up chicks, too, like off the boardwalk. I picture Bill Clinton shredding down at Venice or something and, like, meeting up with some chicks playing because he's playing his saxophone on the boardwalk out there and then, like, ripping around. He might have dreadlocks or something. (laughs) Fucking ridiculous. Uh, we could get like uh, maybe like someone from back in the day. Like you could get like someone crazy and introduce him to skating. It might help him. Like Charles Manson. Like if you introduced him to skating, I feel like Charles Manson would be like a mini ramp skater. I really do. Like he would just be super obsessed with skating mini ramp. Like a tra- maybe not even just mini ramp, but like a tranny skater. He'd be fucking super tech. Maybe. Yeah. It'd be like day one style, but you know, Charles Manson, super tech on tranny. I would get Charles Manson in the skating in the hopes that it would fucking deter him from being starting a cult and doing crazy shit like he did. Maybe he would have used it as a like a creative expression instead of doing all that crazy shit. Or maybe he'd just start a skateboarding cult, which would be terrifying and probably a bad idea. Maybe I shouldn't introduce him. Oh my god. Who fucking knows? <laughs> Solid question. Fucking let me know who you'd get in. A historical person you'd get into skateboarding. Leave a comment wherever you're watching this. 
Let me fucking know. There's a lot of people. Abe Lincoln, too. I'm going back. That's a president, historical person. Abe Lincoln, honest Abe. I feel like he'd be fucking ripping good nose picks, I'd imagine. For some reason, I just see him doing a sick-ass nose pick. Probably have good style on a board, too. I think he was pretty tall, too. Let's see. How tall was Abe Lincoln? How tall was Abraham Lincoln? It popped off at 6'4", dude. Let's see how tall Andrew Reynolds is. How tall is... I feel like Andrew. I feel like uh, Abe Lincoln would be my favorite skater because he's so tall. It had his age. He's forty-two. Dude, the boss isn't that much older than me. I'm thirty-eight. I think I'm thirty-eight. Eighty-two, two thousand one. I think I'm thirty-eight. But boss is forty-two, so that's like four years. It's nothing, dude. Oh my god, dude. Spanky's two years younger than me. Thirty-six, according to this. Costin supposedly forty-five. Raleigh's 44. Doesn't have his height, though. I typed in how tall. Oh, I typed in how old. That's why. How tall is Andrew Reynolds? It says 6'2". Damn, so Lincoln's a little taller than Reynolds. Yeah, I think he'd have 6'2". 6'2 looks good on Reynolds. 6'4". Two more inches. That'd be pretty good. Ellington's 6'1". Costin's 6'0". Alyssa Steamer's 5'4". Dude, a steam, did, Alyssa Steamer should have won Skate of the Year. I feel. She's such a trailblazer and always ripped. The parts were sick. Like, she had her own style. Like, I don't know. She always pushed her skating. I always imagine Skater of the Year is, like, it's of the year. So you have to put out, like, a bunch of video parts, you know? A lot of the Skater of the Years, they have, like, two video parts out or three. And it's, like, timely with a big sponsor. And it was pushed out there. Everyone knows about it. So I don't know if a Steamer ever had that. Where she had like a year where she was just dominating. But dude, she deserves an award for just being Alyssa Steamer and killing it. You know? Just fucking a legend. Um, Yeah, Abe Lincoln. Fucking killing it out there. Just always showing up to the park. Just ripping, dude. Dude, Ant, thanks for the question again, man. That was a good one. Uh, I think that's all the questions. Oh, so this week, before I go this week with all I need, we should have uh, banners up on the site. I'm getting the graphics printed out in banner format. So it's going to be nine inches wide by 33 long, just like a full sheet of grip tape, but it's going to be vinyl banners with uh, Evan's uh, Narragansett Tower at the beach with the dragon at the beach and Billy's uh, blue collar moose sitting on the couch, smoking a bud, I think, just chilling. Um, those two banners are going to be coming to the online All I Need online skate shop. And I have some summertime shorts coming with the All I Need that I'm really excited about, excited to share with you guys. Uh, the shorts came in. I'm going to decorate them this week. I will get them online. We're doing small batches and everything, just like the T-shirts. Everything with All I Need is small runs. And when they sell out, I'll, I'll, if, uh, if it's a popular design, I'll bring it back in a different colorway. First come, first serve. So, um, yeah. And the decks, like I said, they're going out to skate shops. If you if you shop at a skate shop that carries all I need, please support. And if you don't, you have no shops around you, 
you can always DM me at all I need skate on Instagram. And if I have the size and the graphic you're looking for, I'll do my best to put it on the online shop for you to cop it. Um, I think that's it, man. We covered it all. Stoked another week, another podcast. Um, let's keep this going, man. 2021, fucking psyched for this year, man. We're moving further away from the chaos, hopefully. Hopefully we keep it together and we decide to focus on positive things and building and work. Let's put all this crazy energy into focusing on our dreams instead of falling apart and tearing each other down. Like, less calling each other racist, less causing problems um, just for the sake of causing problems. Like, let's focus on good things and try our best to uh, fix our own problems and to uh, become better versions ourselves. I'm going to keep trying. And let's not fly off the handle. Let's have a great year. 2021 is going to be legendary. There's so much we can focus on and do that helps us, you know, and inspire us. I know we got problems and we got to fix these things, but let's not dwell on them. Let's uh, address them and keep moving forward, you know. Uh, Till next time, my friends. Thanks for watching. We doing it big. All I need on top all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to become a rapper, bro. Jeremy's inspired me. I'm too scared. Keep going, bro. Exposed culture.